It's time for the PowerMizzou.com podcast with interviews and analysis of your Missouri Tigers. Now, here's your host, Gabe DeArmond. This is Gabe DeArmond, and we are back with a second edition of the PowerMizzou.com podcast this week. We talked to Conzo Martin and uh, dropped that podcast on Monday afternoon. But we also had a chance this week to talk to Director of Athletics Jim Sterk. So listen in. Here's my one-on-one with the head man over at the Mizzou Athletic Department. I, I guess the first thing I wanted to ask you about, and I know you've talked about this quite a bit, but I mean, just the it seems as if Missouri basketball has returned here in in like three weeks. I mean, what, what's been your impression of all the buzz and, and all the feedback you've gotten? Yeah, it, it's been really, really positive. And, you know, you saw glimpses of that as, as our team won a game or, um, you know, I was really happy when, when Kim and the team won, won the game in the FCC tournament and you, mm-hmm. you saw spurts of that. And then, and then, you know, difficult to go through a change, but then to see – the momentum just continued to build, and and uh, I think one Conzo is the right guy. He he has great integrity and character, and has had experience at three different places, so he knew what he wanted to do when he came here. And then um, and then Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I couldn't have dreamed of a better recruiter than <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. As far as you know, what he means to uh, those elite level kids that have played with him. Um, talk to him, uh, have confidence in him, and so mm-hmm. then they then open their open their eyes to Missouri and give us a chance. And if you give us a chance, we have a great shot at, mm-hmm. at them coming. So, so I think that's um, that's been fun. And someone likened it to a snowball, and you know how big is that thing gotten rolling down the hill? It's mm-hmm. gotten pretty big right now. It's continuing to roll. Oh, well, and it almost seems like just from the outside. I mean, if this was some masterful plan that you guys had all this planned it, it was really good because it, it's like everything has has lined up but I, I mean yeah. between coaching changes here and elsewhere and yeah it, it all kind of came together could you have imagined that a month ago that it would come together quite like that um you know probably the person um robin pinchton is probably the one that you know <laughs> she and i talked and and she kind of planted the seed that you know the porters really want to come back Mm-hmm. And and Jim, if if you hire the right coach and it works out and and all, you know, it could be really really something. And and at that time, maybe she had talked about that, you know, two two months ago or so. And and I, uh, you know, I she said, look at a YouTube video of Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. And and I, wow, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I wasn't here, you know, last right. year when he played in high school and all that stuff. And I thought, okay. I can see why she says <laughs> right. people would be excited about him coming here, mm-hmm. and then and then he continued to get accolades of you know first team and you know top recruit and McDonald's and MVP of the McDonald's game and and so all those things have have just added to it and uh, yeah you couldn't script that better. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the impact ticket sales things like that, I mean, are you guys? I assume that's something you track every day. Do you have a good feel for how it's reflecting in, in I guess, yeah. more concrete terms? Yeah, already um, we have a new um, IMG Learfield Ticket Solutions group that are mm-hmm. up in the press box and working on that. And and really they had been gearing up 
you know, selling football tickets, and and we've had really good response for over 500 new season tickets in football, and and then and then that hit, um, and and so then there's been, you know, over a thousand new season tickets and 500 others that want want tickets. So mm-hmm. it's there's there's a good um, uh, good momentum there, and I, I think that can continue to build on both fronts. I think we we've got. Um, the interesting thing is uh, all our other sports are doing great. We've had or almost all of them, and, and we're sitting 21st in the country in the Learfield Cup, and that's the highest ever that Mizzou Athletics has been. And and that's without our two big dogs, football and basketball, doing well right mm-hmm. now. And so, so I think football winning two out of three in the SEC, giving us momentum going into the off season, and then and then uh, you know Barry having a good spring and and uh, optimism is is pretty high that you know we we can be a very good football team next year and then and then you throw this basketball into it then it really is a great combination it, what is and I'm sure you spent a lot of time crunching these numbers over your first few months but you know just how big was the hit financially over the last 2 3 years in basketball and and where do you need to get to uh, you know, as far as whether it's season tickets or average attendance or whatever, to to feel like you're you're back where you need to be. It it took a a, a huge slide over the last mm-hmm. two three years, and um, you know that number. You know, it's it's a, a totaling. You know, it's it's. Uh, okay, it, it was like three, three. You know, it's some in the in the seven to nine million dollar range of, of downturn in football and basketball combined. Okay. And so I don't have a number of of where um, you know where we've got to get to. You know, I know we're on the way back, and and we'll see. Um, Tim Hickman may know that you know from looking right. at the budget numbers, but but you know we're project, projecting some increases, and 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 we've got to you know. We've got to trim our budget a little bit because this year we've we've taken a hit that way, and so we've got to uh, get things straightened around. But we're on we're on the way back, and I'm excited about the future that way. When you say seven to nine million, is that a total over the three years, or was that like an annual number? Um, that's um, down. That uh, that's down. I know we were down from two years ago. We were down about two point three million dollars okay. in basketball alone. So, so on an annual, you know, from mm-hmm. from that annual two three years ago to where we were this year, um, and I think football was that way too. And that's, you know, then you have donations and and concessions and all those things that are impacted by that. And right. so, so it, it it was very important for us to turn this around and get get mm-hmm. momentum back in the right way. Uh, one thing that I've already had a lot of people mention to me. I'm sure you have too. Have you thought about just that that first weekend? In November, I, I mean Friday night against Iowa State, yeah. the, the first game, and then then the next day against Tennessee. How big of a, you know, kind of a, I, I guess springboard or yeah. launching point that could be. It's it's a you know hopefully we're competing for a bowl game and mm-hmm. and um, in football and then basketball and we're going to throw a few few other things in there. And I'm not ready to announce right now, but it'll be <laughs> a fun weekend. Um, but but it's uh, uh, I, I've heard people yeah. Hotels are sold out that weekend already. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so yeah. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but the, at least their hotel that they were going to. It sounds good. You'd like to believe it, I assume. Yeah. yeah. No, I I want more people to come, so I don't want to scare them away. <laughs> are you? Uh, it, Barry has talked a lot about this spring about how much he's 
how much more comfortable he feels in his job than he did mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, you know, have you seen that in him, and and is your confidence level the same as it was when you took the job here in him? Yeah, I, you know, I was worried because he was, you know, as a first year coach, you try to do everything and get everything done, and he's, I think he's really um, crystallized and focused, and and of what are the things that he needs to spend his his time on and 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 most importantly it's you know it's the team and he's got a great group of leaders in the uh, with the team and he meets with them once a week and those kinds of things um not that he wasn't but i think he was getting pulled a lot and i think he has to just you know he, he needed to focus and he, he he's the first to say that and so mm-hmm. i think i think i feel i feel a lot better you know when you have new offensive coordinator new defensive coordinator all those things it takes the kids so that, you know a while to play naturally and athletically so that they don't have to think about things as much and mm-hmm. I, I think you're going to see on both sides of the ball this year I think that'll that'll have a huge impact I, I know the the big question around the football program is obviously the the facility and the, the south end zone deal is that is that still on track you hope to get that approved in June and has this moved at I guess the pace you you were Hoping, or you'd love to have it quicker, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think one of the, one of the uh, contractors feels like we can we can get that that thing done in a 13, 14 month time frame as they put their RFP forward. So, um, so we're excited about that. That's you'd love to have it, you know, done yesterday. Mm-hmm. But there is going to be a season where we have that south end zone down. Or, you know, it'll be down sometime during the winter or after this coming season, and then, then they're saying it, it'll just take you know 13 months, so the so 14 months, so it, it should be ready for the 19 season. Um, yeah, that's on track. We're the only thing that we're waiting for is you know final approval on our our financing plan. Mm-hmm. We we kind of had that plan you know in place, but but to get board approval and that'll be either the June or July meeting and so we're we're full steam ahead um, and uh, and moving the thing forward hey, was there any impact I mean obviously we all know that uh, the, the state government cut a lot of funding from the university um, was there did that impact you guys in that I know you're separately funded but the optics of going to the board saying the university just lost $20 million and we want to do this, you know, $170 million project or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a hundred million, ninety-seven million dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think it does from the standpoint of, one, we want to be sensitive. We're part of that higher education, you know, um, seen now now our funding is is different than than the academic side of, mm-hmm. of the university and you know for instance president Choi just came and, and he's from Yukon their funding model is 45 percent of Yukon's athletics budget is either student fees or the university support mm-hmm. and and so to the tune of about 30 some million dollars ours is the only thing we're getting is a a uh, kind of a paper waiver of out-of-state tuition of about a million dollars so one percent so 40 some percent versus one percent so that model is really different and so so we're not impacted by the highs and lows as much we we got to be we got to do it on our own more than the 
than a university like a UConn or where I was at San Diego State or you know those kinds of things so so it is different but we need to be sensitive you know we're gonna be taking our cuts cuts as well internally you know for instance Brian Maggard's position that um, he left to be uh, to go to Louisiana I'm not gonna fill that position we're gonna absorb that we're gonna do some things like that where we can be you know efficient and effective and and uh, and and prudent with our dollars as well but at the same time we're competing against the 150 million dollar Alabamas of the world and stuff so we 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 can't lose sight of that and we can't lose lose ground on that and and even Alabama they get I think they get 8.9 million dollars in, in institutional support and and we don't have that so mm -hmm. they have a they're starting off you know in a better position financially than us when they start their ledger in the right in their fiscal year and so so we've got to continue to grow our revenues and and but I like it that we're we can do it you know on our own and and but we need to we also need to get better and more competitive as well so how do you kind of from your position combat okay you're not getting as much money as these other places from the school and also just in terms of sheer donors and, and private dollars you're you know lower in the SEC than, than I'm sure you'd like to be yeah what I see that is opportunity <laughs> I, okay. I, I really I really think there's a great opportunity and and you know Mike was here 17 years or whatever and and this place grew a lot during that time and then um, we we uh, I think we have another opportunity to take a big jump and and Mizzou had a great start you know being in the SEC and a couple football divisional titles and that really helped help the momentum and then now all our other sports are really catching up in the SEC and competing and and uh, we need basketball and football to, to be competitive and I think when we're we're clicking on all cylinders and we have we're the flagship we have the entire state we um, we're protecting our borders and we're really um, you know going after it I think we we have a special opportunity here and and can compete against those folks I, I think in the last three years I've now asked three different guys this question but what is a realistic goal for Missouri I mean it, it's not it, you'd love to have the most private funding in the SEC and all that, but I, I'm sure you understand here that's that's not a likely goal. What's a realistic goal for where you'd like to be in terms of your peers in the conference? You know, I think we need to be in the upper half, you know, mm -hmm. of 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 the of the league, and and um, we need to, you know, we're we're growing numbers and and growing dollars. I, I think we, even you know, from. From a year or two ago, they we had a hit. We dropped in in number of donors, and that was due to season ticket impact in football mostly. Mm -hmm. um, but we raised more dollars. We're gonna we're closing in on the the second highest in history, and that's without a, a thirty million dollar gift as part of part of that mm -hmm. um, portfolio. So, so I, I think. Um, We've got the structure in place. We've got our ticket solutions in place, ready to take advantage of being having some momentum. And I think the uh, the snowball's rolling in the right direction. How close are you to having not just your people, but kind of your general plan in place? I know your predecessor had grand ideas and then had some things happen and never really got those going uh you know I, I understand it takes a few months but where do you feel like you are in that process um feel 
feeling pretty good, you know, with with our people, and we're we're still going through a little bit of restructuring and and what our you know what what our budget is next year, but but we're um, we've got a lot of great people in place, and we we've got a few things to do, but um, but overall, you know, our head coaches are you know are all solid, and um, we. Um, we have an opportunity. I think. I think Barry said it. You know, it, there's a freshness about this year. Um, they've they've had. You know, I I, I feel really bad. Of, you know, some folks here had. You know, it was a tough. You saw it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a tough year and a half or so. And and I think the cloud is kind of lifted, and we we can. Um, we can move forward, and I, I'm, I'm excited about that. And, that mm-hmm. and that's what I had hoped I could help do as I came. I felt like I maybe had an opportunity to help. Okay, let's, you know, I'm an old fart, and, you know, and I can <laughs> stabilize this, and we can move forward, you know. When, let's get through this because that's not that's not Mizzou, that's not us, and mm-hmm. let's, let's move forward and, and uh, have some fun while we're doing it. Part of that year and a half was so much transition. You mentioned President Choi earlier. Yeah. Obviously now Chancellor Foley's moving on, uh, who hired you. But do you feel like that's all close to getting stabilized? And yeah. what impact? I mean, how much do you? Uh, these are guys that that sign your checks, and I guess are ultimately in charge of what you do. So how much does that impact you guys? Uh, it it impact you know probably me more than anyone else in the department mm-hmm. per se because I you know I report to that chancellor but I I feel really good about you know President Choi has really reached out and, and really made an effort um, to engage and, and be a part of what's what's going on right now um, he was at the 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 black and gold game this this, okay. this Saturday and and we had a chance to talk again um, Barry and I gave him a tour through the Matsy on Friday. You know, he's really trying to learn and, and come up to speed really fast. So I feel like he's he's engaged and, and we have that support. And so I, I feel confident about, you know, who he hires. You know, we'll have that same vision and working forward. In terms of, uh, I guess, building things and renovating things and all that, after, obviously, the South End Zone is, is number one. What's Are there other things on your on your plate on the horizon that, that – Mm-hmm. You, you know, that you can talk about, or is everything just kind of out there? No, you know, there's a lot of need out there. Um, you know, all the coaches have, you know, their hit right. list right. of things. You know, Mizzou Arena needs some things. You know, um, probably in the inner workings, it's a beautiful arena, but, but you know, locker rooms and things, you know, sprucing up. But, but baseball, I think really, you know, Coach Beezer is really. Um, has some good momentum with baseball, and we need to get a, um, a artificial surface down. He, he that was one thing that he really felt Mizzou baseball needed to compete with the Southern schools, mm-hmm. and and I saw it happen. We we put it in at Washington State, and and in a couple of years, you know, we made it to the regionals, and we and hadn't been in a while, and it, it allows you in a in a uh, weather challenged uh, geography <laughs> level within the league. Every day you can go out, if whether it rain or rain or shine, you can go out. Whether it snows, you can go out there and and you can play, and and so I, I think it levels the playing field for for him. And um, you know I know you know softball. There's some things you know that with the stadium they didn't finish finish all those. Um, 
track and field, the track needs to be resurfaced. If you look at it, there's patches on, on the track, and, <laughs> okay. and there's a lot of, you know, there's a pretty good hit list of, mm -hmm. of, of things. Um, you know, Coach Bliss would like to see his soccer stadium, you know, and what are we going to do with that softball stadium that's available there mm -hmm. right now? Um, you know, now that we did make it on time with the with the new one, so we didn't didn't have to play in there that season. So, so there's some there's some things to really really look at. Um, indoor, we need more indoor space for our um, you know kind of all our sports, and so the, you know uh, the, our indoor facility is is overused during the mm -hmm. during the uh, winter months. And so, what can we you know can we create something more there? So. You mentioned the old softball stadium. That and Hearns both. I mean, can they be used for something, or is the plan yeah. to clear the space? You know, I, I think Hearns, as as I've come to see, how many people are housed there, how many, um, you know, the events that go on in there. That I, I call it irreplaceable because there's really, it's it's a. I, I think the bones are good. Um, you know, okay. you, you, maybe the the arteries are clogged a little bit. You know, <laughs> and we need to you know clean up, clean up. You know, that we're we're actually doing that with the air handling system. We're spending a million dollars on the on the air handling system within there because it, it needs to improve. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that need to be done, but but to tear that down and try to recreate something. I, it would be over a hundred million dollar project, and and there's no revenue attached to it. Mm -hmm. That's the the thing. There's, so so can you? How do you get that done? And right. and so and 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 you know what kind of space? And you'd have to tear it down, and then you'd have to put space there. So what are you going to do with all those events that are in there during that two years under under construction? So I right. think there's a lot to look at that if you wanted to tear it down. I. I look at it as okay. That's a great big old building. I'm, I'm looking, you know, how can we beautify it on the outside and people, you know, maybe respect <laughs> right. a little bit more what's going on inside because there's some great, there's some great events being, you know, volleyball went to a Sweet 16 there this mm -hmm. year. Wrestling ended up fifth in the country and they're using it. And so, so I think, um, I think we can we can make it better. As far as your facility, everybody's facilities go. I mean, I just read this weekend. Texas now has a new locker room with a 43-inch TV in every locker. Uh, where's the end of this? I mean, what? At what point have we gotten to? There's really no more toys and bells and whistles we can put in. Yeah, I think you know. I, I like a, a more practical look at that. You know, what's going to help make it better? Mm -hmm. And and obviously, there's you know some level to that recruiting, but you know. I, Somebody had, you know, had TVs in their restrooms, you know, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, that's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not practical. And I, I depends I, how I, much time you spend. In yeah, that. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, but 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 it's it's it's. Uh, um, I, I think, you know, you you don't you don't want to create a a spoiled culture. Um, you want you want student athletes. Um, to appreciate that they're getting a great degree, that they're, you, you want them to come here, and you, I think you have to be competitive, but not over. You know, I, I'm not a person over the top. I think, mm -hmm. yeah, be what's um, um, going to make you better. 
um, that yeah it is nice and and you have nice facilities to practice in you know Mizzou Arena is a perfect example of that you've got a great weight room you've got you've got a practice gym and and you know Conzo didn't have a practice gym at Cal and wow. and and so you you know he's really thankful that we have that opportunity and he was fighting club sports and mm -hmm. intramurals and things like that they were all using Hospavilion there and so it's a place so so here you know like he said I, you know he can compete for championships here and that's mm -hmm. what got his juices flowing about coming here hey, last thing for you just kind of general wrap up i mean you you touched on it a little bit hey the clouds lifting things are looking up i i assume that is your message whenever you're talking to fans or going out to to talk to donors and and uh, do you get that sense from the fans that they feel like that too yeah i i think there's a, a new energy and a, and a new um, when I last year and and Hank Foley really tried to set the stage with this this fis fiscal year and this new new academic year, you know, it, it's a new day, mm -hmm. and and I, I think the university and everyone learn from from the past and and maybe he's ahead of the curve a little bit, you know, compared to other other parts of the country, and and so I think. There are a lot more things in place to really help us be better and, and more, di more diverse, more aware. And, but also, you know, I, I think we, we, we can lead the way, too, and, and I think that's, that's really positive. So there you have it, Jim Sterk. Uh, everything from basketball to ticket sales to facilities to football next year. I uh, wanted to hit a wide variety of topics and hopefully we'll be able to catch up with uh, Mr. Stirk every you know every few months I, I mean we can't ask for him every week but I uh, do appreciate him taking some time uh, to join us on the podcast again make sure you listen to episode 172 from earlier this week with Conzo Martin and we will be back probably next week no promises I mean two in one week it's a lot to ask us to come back already and work again next Thursday but we'll do our best thanks for listening